Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fire sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal. Okay, usually we come in and there's some sort of topical music in the background, but I'm going cold. $503 million does not need no music behind it. Patrick Mahomes, the half-billion-dollar man, the first NFL player to ever be paid more than Roger Goodell. It's a big show. We're glad to be back. We're not in the full swing of sports yet, but it's a start, boys. We got Lee in studio. Jake's on location. I'm proud to be back. Yeah, man, I'm I'm happy to be back as well. Um, you might not say sports are in full swing, but for for a guy like me, and if you've been following on the Instagram, I've been in full swing with golf and with soccer, and actually been doing good so far, which has been nice because golf can be kind of uh, uh, two sides. You either you get really hot, or really cold. I'm glad I'm on the one side right now. Okay, so I have a golf question right away. This is this is kind of I don't know if it should be on the pod, but I'm gonna ask anyways. Um, one of my buddies who's in my dynasty fantasy football league. Hit an albatross. Okay. In golf, what does that mean? So an albatross is like it's before uh, an eagle. So like if you get before an eagle, so it goes birdie, um, eagle, and then it goes to an albatross. So so most, it had to be a five. So if it's on a par five, he got it in two. That's nuts. Yeah, which is super hard to do. Cool. Uh, that 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 was my golf related question for the podcast. Jake, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I wish I was $500 million better, but I think all things considered, in the midst of a pandemic, I think I'm doing pretty all right, all things considered. So, yeah, definitely happy to be back on this podcast. Happy that sports are, you know. Do we call this podcast The Boys Are Back in Town? The Boys Are Back in Town, episode volume 43. (laughs) I think we've had a few of those. (laughs) Yes. That's definitely what it feels like. So, Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year extension to make it a 12-year deal. He'll be reporting to Kansas City for the next 12 years, and he'll be a half a billion dollars richer after that. Lee, first re- first thoughts when you saw the news come down the Twitter timeline is where I'm thinking that you saw it first. Yeah, it was. And um, my first thing that I did is I actually went and looked up Mike Trout's contract because I had just never seen something uh, this high before. And it was. it was. It was higher than Mike Trout's contract, which is hard to see. Uh, with baseball being in in retrospect, right? What was Mike Trout's contract? Four hundred and fifty. I think it was four hundred and thirty or four hundred and fifty. Right. So then Mahomes yeah. has got him. Mahomes has got him beat by fifty million. Now I I know that's not all incentive and guarantee, but I guess so is neither is baseball, right? So yeah, that was the first thing I did. I just like I had never seen those huge contracts except for in baseball, really, because like uh, basketball is like big, but for a short amount of time, like you can get two max deals if you're real good. You know what I mean? But, like, baseball, it's like you get one chance at pay dirt kind of thing, right? So that's what I looked at, at least initially. Jake, yeah. any, your first thoughts on the contract? Well, I think I think it's, yeah, it's an insane amount of money. I just, I thought it was hilarious that now everyone is talking about what a guarantee mechanism is. So I'll just read the tweet from Adam Schefter here. This is the final one that came out an hour ago. It says, final Patrick Mahomes deal, 10-year extension worth up to $503 million. It includes $477 million in guarantee mechanisms and the ability for Mahomes to have outs if guaranteed mechanisms aren't exercised. So I was listening to the radio, and what that means from my understanding is going into year uh, two, for example, they have to guarantee year three's money. And if they don't, then uh, Mahomes is able to opt out of that deal. Is that how you guys understand it as well? Yeah, I, I haven't looked too far into it yet, but if that, I, I think that makes sense. I think I've seen other contracts in some sports. That usually happens at an older age. But uh, I, I like that for kind of both sides. The thing that I was surprised about is there was like rumors going around that his cap figure was going to be tied directly as a percentage to the cap. Which yes. so if, if the cap I, went up, his contract would go up, it down, et cetera. So I'm kind of surprised that he didn't get that in writing. But maybe he's thinking that the 45 or 50 million on average he's going to be making is going to be higher than whatever percentage he was hoping for. Yeah, I'm going to hop in here, Jeremy. I think that I think that if you can guarantee 45 or 50 million, right? The cap. The, look at the coronavirus pandemic, for example. Who knows what that's going to do to the cap? So one year, yeah, you could be making 45, 50 million dollars, but then the next year, 
if you're guaranteed to make, I don't know, let's say 50% of the cap, for example. 50% would be an unbelievable down, amount. Yeah, the cap's gone down to 70 million because of some unforeseen pandemic or war or God knows what, then bang, then you're then you're not making that kind of money anymore. I think when you have a chance at 50 million a year, you just take it. it isn't, right? that, isn't that what Scottie Pippen's thinking was? Yeah, that was actually. To a degree, sure, sure. Obviously, Scottie Pippen, when he signed that deal, wasn't the... Uh, the MVP of the league and a yeah. Super Bowl winner when he signed that deal and wasn't the best player on his team, but still Scottie one of Pippen the most won, underpaid yeah. players ever. So I, I was I, just I, surprised to see that. I get what you're saying. I just think at the end of the day, it's it's fifty million dollars. Take a it, year take it, and go it's over a... over ten years, right? It's not it's not three million over seven. It's 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 still it's still five hundred million dollars, and I can understand that. You know, it might be. We might look back on it as a bargain, but we might look back on it as a steal. Who knows? Do, do, do you think... Um, bargain and steal are definitely the same thing, right? Yeah. Jake was saying the, right. either side yeah. of the coin, right? Um, yeah. Do you think this moves the needle for guys like Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott? Lee, I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, I, I don't know. So I don't know if there's a lot of quarterbacks who maybe want to get locked into that type of long-term deal, right? Like, it's... That's a lot of years, like 12 years of your life, right? I know it's like he could get out here, he could get out there, but like 45 million, like if he keeps being well, like like the Chiefs are going to be like, yep, no brainer every single time, right? So like there's a chance where like what happens, like I understand getting the money and everything like that, but like Deshaun Watson's one of those guys here, he's thinking like I can get paid here for four years a lot and then I can go and get myself locked into a long-term contract, but you know what I mean? So it's definitely, it's definitely. I guess the answer, the easy answer is yes. It's going to move the needle, right? Because now, like Dak's sitting there with his with his tag, like yeah, thirty one point seven or whatever it is. Yeah, right. And like that's going to go up now. So how much, how much did winning the Super Bowl inflate that contract from Holmes? A hundred, a hundred million. Oh, uh, man, I don't. Yeah, know. Maybe. That's just like one of those things where you just never know, right? Like you never know if that was going to be what it was. Well, that's what I'm trying to allude to here because Patrick Mahomes had two good seasons, mm-hmm. one MVP caliber where he threw for over 50 touchdowns. Great. I got to interrupt you there, Jeremy. I have to interrupt you. You cannot say two good seasons. Okay, Jake, 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 let, let, let me finish, okay? Okay, but you got to say he's <laughs> had two amazing seasons. He's had two good seasons, two seasons that are above a 7 out of 10. And then the first year, he wasn't the starter. So if Lamar Jackson has a very good year this upcoming year, does he get $400 million? I think he has to win a playoff game first, Lamar Jackson. That's yeah, where I got I to gotta go there because so he's be, 0 for 2. Because Lamar Jackson has an MVP award as well. And I, I, wouldn't, I, I would say the same thing about Lamar Jackson. He had a very good season, just in the same way Patrick Mahomes had a very good season. They were both throwing the ball for touchdown rates that are unheard Madden. of. It was just Madden stuff. So Patrick Mahomes, yeah, he, he did throw 50 touchdowns, which is goofy numbers. But yeah. uh, it, it's interesting to see how quick teams are to uh, to latch on to one guy right now, I think. Yeah. I think that whenever, and this is the crazy stat of the day, Patrick Mahomes has never lost a game when he's been a starter by more than a, t- by more than a score. Never. Wow. So, so whenever you've got that sustained amount, like that's, that's more than a quick sample size. That's two years worth. And, and going deep into the, he went to the, the conference finals in his first year as a starter. And he went and he went and won the Super Bowl in the second year. That's more than a flash in the pan. And I just, uh, I think it's worth every penny. Yeah. So I, I said to Jer, I said that I think this, as much as a move, uh, needle mover, it's going to be for quarterbacks. I think it's going to do the exact opposite for other positions. Um, now that uh, I think, uh, Jeremy, what was the number of the cap? That 22% of the cap. So 22% of the cap now is to Mahomes. And I think, for instance, running backs who have already been scarce and being paid. Now it's just like how many different running backs are we going to see go through the Chiefs system? Because I know they just picked Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. No, I, I think it's the exact opposite. We saw that Clyde was taken in the first round with the last pick in the draft, last pick in the first round. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes was in on that decision. 
So, but that's what I mean. Do they you, get, they you, get the extra year out of him. Do you get? But do you get Clyde over Tillaire now? Do you see him being there longer than his rookie year? Like, rookie contract, no. rookie five contract. years. Yeah. How many running no. backs am I going to project out for five years? None. Right. Zero. I, I understand that, right? But like, it's just you're not going to see those guys make those deals now because now it's just going to this air raid off. Of, like, yeah. who can you really think of off the top of your head that's a run run heavy thing? I can think of the Titans, the and, Seahawks, and the Seahawks. But right, the so, Seahawks shouldn't be, but they are. Yeah. So it's like it's just going a different way. So now all of a sudden I just think like if you there's a lot of people in the NFL that were like, heck, yeah. But I think there was maybe just as many that were like, oh, no. Yeah. Right. At that type of deal. Uh, it'll, that'll definitely be interesting. The AFC now has back to back MVPs with Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson's a pretty good quarterback, too. But we were talking off air before we started. The AFC's I'm not going to say bleak after that. But in a quarterback-heavy league, we we don't know who the fourth best quarterback in the AFC is. Now, and I think the best the best way to do this, just for everybody listening at home, because like like what both Jeremy and I were, um, what are the other quarterbacks in the AFC? Right, that's that's the big thing because you can get mixed up in teams, uh, everything like that. Um, so. Just just for some future numbers here, um, the the website I went to, I can't believe the first name I see is Brian Hoyer. So I want to know what we're gonna we're gonna the New England Patriots Week One starter Brian Hoyer. Yep, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have Mahomes, Lamar, right? Deshaun. Then you have Joe Burrow now, right? Joe Burrow's there. Baker Mayfield, Fitzpatrick, or Tua, depending on what you want to say. Uh, Tannehill, mm-hmm. Allen, uh, Big Ben. Um, Justin Herbert, Tyrod Taylor. Um, I don't know. Am I missing anybody that's good? Derek Carr, Sam Darnold. Marcus Mariota. Cameron, Cameron Newton. Did you say him? I hadn't gotten there yet. I had Gardner Minshew, and I know Jake wants to talk about his favorite. One of his favorite quarterbacks, for oh, sure, yeah. is Cam Newton. So why don't we go into that before? Well, everybody's thinking about your top four quarterbacks. Jake, tell us about Cam Newton being in New England. Well, yeah, exactly. If you were, unless you were under a rock, you know that Cam Newton went to New England for absolute pennies on the dollar. I think it's a one mil, It's guaranteed five hundred and fifty grand. It's nothing. And to me, it it drives me nuts because as a Buffalo Bills fan, you're thinking this is going to be the year that we win the division. And finally, we see, we see like, yeah, the Patriots aren't going to be maybe as good. They got Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer, and no, and but against. Ugh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, why didn't anybody snap up Cam Newton? If any, if he's going to have a good year with anyone, you know that it's going to be Belichick. You know that they're going to get the most out of them. I think that you're crazy to say that the Patriots aren't aren't the favorite to win that division. Oh, buddy, and, and I think no. I would. I don't I even think. I think there's a mind. chance. I think there's a chance Cam Newton doesn't even win the job. I think you. I think you're out of your mind if you think that they won 12 games last year with far, far, far below average quarterback. But now play. it's a hard system Everyone, to learn. It's a hard system to learn in New England. So just the other way, just to hear the other way, it's a hard system to learn under um, Josh McDaniels. And now you have a guy who's been there for two years, right? Uh, learning this, getting ready to go here, and you have Cam Newton, who's been the like, who is a big watch. This like I'm going to show you what I can do, kind of thing. Versus a guy that will listen. Yes, yes, Mr. McDaniels, I'll listen to you. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I'll throw there. Meanwhile, you don't get that with uh, with Newton. So that's why I think this job's a lot closer than just Cam Newton signing. He's your guy now. I think that it's an absolute foregone conclusion that he's the starter. There's no doubt in my mind that he'll be the starter come week one. How, clo- no how close do we think the Patriots and the Bills are in odds to win the division? I, I would say I still think the Bills are favored. And I would say it's small, but I would say like I don't know, like, like what's the team that's favored? What what are they? Like so, so the Jets and Dolphins are both fighting for the bottom at plus eight fifty. Okay, and Not, then you got the Patriots and Bills both between plus one hundred five and plus one forty. So it's that cl- like are the Bills plus one hundred five? No. Oh man. Yeah, they're of plus. Not. The of Bills are plus one thirty seven. I think I'm going to be slapping a few dollars down on that. On the Bills? Yeah. On the yeah. Bill. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm with it there. I, like I said, I I don't think Cam Newton's the starter there week one. I, you want to know? We can we can we can off air. We can put a little money where our mouth is, like we always have been, Jake. And like, I I think I think it's Stidham is the week one starter there. I think the Patriots benefit like their defense benefited from playing a very weak schedule last year, especially in the beginning half. And that offensive like skill position, like 
other than Cam Newton. Their tight ends suck. Their wide receivers suck. The running back room, we don't know what's going on there. James White's all right, but there's also seven he, running Tom backs Brady. in that run in that room too, right? So um, I still think, in in my humble opinion, I still think they're on the road for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, no, I I don't think the signing of Cam Newton. It's only one year them. though. Trevor Lawrence is coming out this year. I know, and but the other thing that the Patriot that people got to remember is that so if let's say the Bengals, the Bengals are still I think projected to be one of the worst teams in the league, or um, or the uh, um, the Jaguars, um, they don't need a quarterback. Like, as Ka- much- come on, Lee, you're not telling me you're going to take Gardner Minshew over Trevor. Lawrence. Okay, so let's go. Let's go with the Bengals then. The Bengals finished dead last uh, this year, right? They I have cut one Joe pick. Burrow and take Trevor Lawrence. I don't think you I cut. Needed, uh, I don't to- care. But that's the Patriots have the most picks to be able to trade this year. So I think if they finish, let's say they finish ninth to fourteenth, right? And they finish ninth to fourteenth, and they are like, "Hey, we'll give you nine, and we'll give you twelve picks just no. to come on up." You, you know how much Jake hates the Patriots? It's a lot. Thirty-one teams in the NFL hate them way more than Jake hates them. There's yeah. no way they let them move up. You think so? You don't think yeah. there's you, a deal you need, that could you would do need it? a frozen envelope? Fair. But the NFL doesn't do that, so that's not yeah. happening. Okay, so now that we've talked about it, who are our fourth best quarterbacks in the AFC and? You know what, Jake? Let's hear yours. <clears throat> so I think it goes uh, obviously Patrick Mahomes, yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson, yep. Deshaun Watson, yep. right? So and that's I think I think that everyone that's their top uh, their top three. Maybe yeah. not in that order, but yeah. And then Maybe there's a, and then order, there's a, that, and then there's that's... a huge teardrop. I think, at least in my opinion, uh, I think there's a big teardrop between this next fourth quarterback I, here. I think I think that you're right as well. So I think that our candidates here are uh i i'm not sold on Tannehill. if we're not sold on cam newton being healthy i'm certainly not sold on big ben being healthy sam darnold uh, hasn't proven anything yet do i i believe in philip rivers less than i believe in ben roethlisberger and ryan Tannehill. i don't even know who's starting for denver baker mayfield's all drew lock how do you not know drew lock starting for for denver come on because because they're seven and nine and they haven't done anything since peyton manning's corpse walked into a super bowl and that was it and and Joe Burrow, no, Tua Tonga, like they're just these guys are too young. I'm not putting them there. So I think that whenever you look at it, you've got maybe Josh Allen, maybe Big Ben, maybe Darnold, and I think you're crazy if you're not putting Cam Newton there. But that's me. Well, I'm not going to put a guy who's not going to start Week One, right? In my opinion, there. So um, my my answer because I think when healthy which is the big thing because we're not doing it on um, – I didn't say one thing, by the way, about uh, Cam Newton being healthy or not by, uh, when I was saying that. Um, so I never will go on a guy being hurt. Um, so I think when healthy, Big Ben's the fourth-best quarterback in that division – or, yeah, in the AFC. Uh, I, I wouldn't project that. I would say if you want to go back two years when he had Juju and AB, then, yeah, okay, I get that. But I'm going to go with the guy who beat the reigning MVP – and I know Derrick Henry's not a quarterback, but Ryan Tannehill, his quarterback, found a way to win games, and he transformed that Tennessee Titans team. And they they gave him a lot of money, and uh, he he'd be my pick. Who not I would, even going with your guy though, eh? Like in Buffalo, you're not Josh Allen. Uh, I recently traded him in Dynasty Fantasy Football, so no longer a Josh Allen guy. <laughs> I would, I would honestly, I would put Tannehill below Josh Allen. I'd put him below Big Ben. I'd put him below uh, Sam Darnold. I'd put him below maybe even Derek Carr. Cause I, I think you'd be hard pressed to have any of those guys go and go to Tennessee, be asked to do what Sam T- or uh, Ryan Tannehill was asked to do in that offense last year and have different results. Uh, I don't, all, he did, all he did was hand off the ball and throw 10 yeah. yard check. Down. Yeah. I don't that think, I don't think Josh Allen can do that. And I don't think Derek Carr can do an option. T- Tannehill's a little bit faster and fleeter of foot. One, I, 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 I'm, I'm with Jake to a point where I would have Tannehill down a little bit more. Um, but I don't think I go as low as that. Um, so then, so then Jake, who's your fourth? It's, I, I think, I think I'm throwing a lot of stuff at the wall here, but I'm projecting, I'm projecting that at the end of this year, if knock on wood, it happens, I'm saying Cam Newton will be the fourth best quarterback in the AFC. Okay. So here's where I'm going to put some money on the board and kind of back you up here a little bit, Jake. 
on betway.com or anywhere you can bet. Go or anybody who wants to give us uh, some sponsorship. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll, we'll, go, we'll, we'll go wherever we need to be. Uh, Cam Newton was four and a half to one for comeback player of the year. And I think there's just no, like, America's going to be watching the New England Patriots. Yep. Mainly because they're not going to have anything else to do. But they're going to be watching the Patriots, and there's no other player there that's of note. Cam Newton's your comeback player of the year right now. Who were the other guys that were in that conversation? J.J. Watt, Ben Roethlisberger, um, A.J. Green. Yeah, so that's just – it's it's tough. It, you always want to give it a quarterback, right? So, like, that's where, like, J.J. Watt and um, A.J. Green are going to be in, in, in trouble. But then it's just like it's, I always like scheduling, right? So like all of a sudden the Patriots still get a tough schedule, right? And 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 they are hurting on guys, right? There's no doubt about it. And that's just but same thing with Big Ben, right? He's also coming back, right? This is gonna be the first year where he's gonna have Juju as his number one, right? Because he got hurt all of last year, right? He hasn't gotten if it there. Juju's the number one there. If why? Who do you have there? As Deontay the Johnson. Fair. Okay. Uh, that's a good. That's a good. And they also have the uh, USC kid there, don't they? Yeah. Um, Chase Claypool. Yeah. Uh, no, he's Notre Dame. Did they not take? Oh no, never mind. The Colts took him. Uh, the other guy was Pittman. thinking of Pittman. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think where my money, where my mouth is, is I think when you rank this, when we talk about this next year, Jake, I think you will have. We'll look back and we'll say Drew Locke, who you didn't even know who was the quarterback there, will be a better quarterback than Cam Newton at the end of this year. Well, he's just a closet Denver Broncos fan. Because I was on Joe Flacco. Flacco, but okay, yeah. but look at that offense. Like that offense on Denver is loaded now, right? Like they have Judy Hamler, right? They have Sutton. Like they've set up. They are going all like because the only way to beat the only way to beat the Chiefs is like you're gonna have to outscore them because like they're gonna score, right? So that's like where everybody and the same like the the Raiders did the same, right? Like everybody went offense, 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 right? Except for the Chargers, they went all all secondary. Yeah, well, they took they took their quarterback of the future and then they traded back in and got a linebacker. Right, they got Brooks, and then they went all secondary. So I guess maybe they're Lynn. Well, Lynn's a defensive guy, yeah. right? So I, would you want to do that bet? Do you want to do who's a better player by the end of the year? Let's see, even we could do fantasy. We could do what? How would you like that to be out there with Cam Newton to Drew Locke? I'll say better record, Cam Newton. Oh, see, I don't know. I, I better record just like for a team. That's different. I'm, <clears throat> I want to talk about who's the better quarterback. Like, a, like the Patriots can win a lot more games. <clears throat> okay, I'll give you a higher. Um... I'll I'll do uh, quarterback rating. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I'll do quarterback rating with Cam Newton because I think Cam Newton will throw a ton of in, uh, incompletions and interceptions, everything like that. He's yeah, not gonna be able to, you, know, you know Cam Newton, right? He's always just throwing a lot of interceptions, right? A lot of incompletions. If you watched, that's, that's like, what he's been known for for throwing interceptions. Right? It, okay, more or less incompletions for sure. And and the that's a good defensive secondary uh, division now. All of a sudden in that division like take away the jets probably we'll, we'll, we'll see jamal if jamal adams is still there or yeah not. but even still the bills are always going to be like like the bills are always going to be the bills right that's for sure he's coming from the worst secondary um in the nfl with the nfc south now coming to one of the best and i wouldn't say the best but miami's transformed 100 percent now and the bills have always been like that okay i want to hear what our fans have to say on this who's your oh, sorry Okay. I need in here. I need in here real quick. Sorry to interrupt you, Jeremy. The last year that uh, Cam Newton played four games or more, he threw sixty-eight percent of his passes complete. But okay. is that a, is that a lot? Is that a lot of incompletions or no? Because it's not. No, it's not. But then, but like that's what I mean when I, it also comes down to how bad that division was. Want to know who's the number one corner on like the Bucks? It's like Vernon Hargreaves, who's like the third stringer now in Houston. Like back I, think, when they... I think the AFC East, or yeah, well, that's what it is, right? The AFC East. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounded like a baseball thing there for a second. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I just think that they get a lot more hype just based on where they are in the United States, where they're located, and who was in that division for a long time, right? You got a New York team, a Boston team, they're going to Miami, they're always going to get a lot of hype. Does the Comeback Player of the Year award have to go to. A player who wasn't playing last season could someone theoretically get COVID and come back in season and get comeback player of the year? No. That'd be so tough. No. Yeah, no, I don't think, I don't so. think so. All right, so we're gonna end the NFL talk because we we could go on forever. We yeah, could, we that, could have that, an entire... That's kind of where I was getting. I want to know what the poor sports listeners who they think 
is the fourth best quarterback in the AFC for this upcoming season. We'll post that on our Instagram at poor underscore sports. Make sure you're giving that a follow. Uh, and, com- the, and the last thing that we're going to talk about with the NFL, because we're going to have a little fun with this because of the absurd amount of money that Patrick Mahomes took home. Um, and it just makes you think, what could you do to get a 10-year or I get, yeah, 10-year $500 million contract? And the parameters that we're going to have around this question when I ask it is it can't be, well, I would play baseball. Right, because you're not going to make that money. So it's what are you so good at right now in this point in your life that you're so good that you could be like you could try to justify yourself to get a 10 year, 500 million dollar contract. So I have two answers. Okay, because I'm very good at two things. Gotcha. And they're both quasi sports. Yeah. So one, I'm gonna I played a lot of video games during this whole COVID thing. Okay. 16 wins on Call of Duty Warzone right now. Yeah, whatever. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. <laughs> Not a big deal. But somebody will pay me $30 million <laughs> per win. Ooh, I, I'm there. <laughs> or it was just July 4th. It was just Independence Day. We saw Joey Chess- Chestnut <laughs> break the record for most hot dogs eaten in 10 minutes. So you're saying there's going to be a Canadian phenom that's going to come down and upset? Maybe not hot dogs, but you give me some chicken fingers? Oh, buddy, <laughs> I'm going to town. Pay me $500 million to eat chicken fingers. Let's go. <laughs> okay, those are two good ones. And we're going to throw up our answers along with asking yours. So let's go to Jake. Jake, what is your answer? Uh, you know what? My uh, I hope that my uh, my new boss will back me up on this because I during COVID I I had to change professions for a little bit and uh, I've been driving a lawnmower a lot and I'm not gonna lie, the little old ladies that I'm cutting lawn for they absolutely love it. So, so you're saying I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say that I could go and I could be a groundskeeper somewhere. Yeah, I can make I can make fifty million dollars a year. Doing yeah, you that. just gotta find the right place. You gotta find the right place that's willing to pay for your services. That's the big thing, right? I, and I think the right little old lady who I can charm just the right amount. Is it is it your voice or is it the calves charming them, Jake? It's my calves <laughs> and my thighs mostly. Um, that's a good one too. So we'll throw that one up, and then um, my last one. Yeah. So I also had two. So um, one was going to be from the betting standpoint, and the other one was going to be from a more fun standpoint. Um, but the betting one would be uh, betting dead mascot games. I feel like <laughs> someone definitely could pay me enough uh, just to be looking what, for mascots. Kill mascots no, okay, or kill ma- <laughs> we're not going down that road. But just to be scouring the internet looking for any mascot deaths. Um, and then the second one that I would have would be to play golf with you and. Me- Make you feel better about your game because I cheerleader can, effect. Yeah, because I can go out there and you're just like, man, I suck. Like I've only been shooting 90, 95, no problem. And then I will go out there and shoot 110 for you, no problem. Make you be like, oh, I know what? Maybe I am. I'm not that bad. And if I could get in the right club where I could just find that, where someone needs self esteem, I think I could do it. I think I could get that type of money. Those are all great answers. We yeah, want to hear yeah. what you're good at the tune of 500 million dollars we'll be looking forward to all those answers like i said follow us at poor underscore sports coming up next we're gonna do a couple bets and then we're gonna be talking some baseball stay tuned Poor Sports coming at you. Nice song. Little Kendrick Lamar, Money Trees there. Rule number one in radio is you're never supposed to address the music in the background. <laughs> Screw that. Screw that. We're, we are addressing the music in the background. And uh, we are, me and Lee more specifically, are going to try and make you some money. It's been a while. It has well, been a while. Unless you've been following poor underscore sports on the Instagram. Yeah, Ride with Coos has been in full go right now. And, we're going to have to get on a t-shirt or a hat or something like that. And Jake and I have been completely ignoring it because we're afraid we're going to jinx it. Yeah, and so that's that's become a huge thing. Like, I know a buddy um, that's been betting golf, and he's been betting a certain guy to go top 10 every week. Um and and I'm just I'm not gonna bet it. I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm like you deserve this. So you, you just keep winning with your bets, right? 
So, um, yeah. We have a couple bets. Lee, you want to start kick things off since you're riding hot? Yeah, I have been riding hot, and most people would think I would go to golf, but I'm not going to go to golf because they haven't released matchups. I'm a big matchup guy. So we're going to go back to the Prem, which I've been about 50% on, which is okay for betting, really. Um, so I'm going to take two goal, or two uh, bets from uh, this upcoming week because there's midweek games uh, for the Prem. The first one I'm going to go with uh, is the over and goals with Manchester United and uh, Aston Villa. Um, Manchester United are just scoring goals at alarming rates, right? They scored three against Brighton. They scored five, and it should have been six um, against Bournemouth. Um, or Bournemouth? Bournemouth? I think it's Bournemouth. Um, so they, they scored there. So I think I think they can cover it on their own. But even still, Aston Villa can put two and a half really isn't all that much. You get 1.65 on it. Um, and then the other one is I'm going to take Tottenham Hotspurs to win their game, just a win-draw win. Uh, they're facing a relegation candidate in Bournemouth. Um, and I think, like... They've just looked horrible coming back. Um, so I think Tottenham's finally going to try to find their groove. They won today. And I think they can win again. Um, that's on Thursday. So you pair those two together, you get 2.8. Um, I personally will be betting that parlay. I know sometimes people ask, do we bet our own bets? And the answer is yes, at least most of the time. But I normally bet all my bets. I won't give you bets. I won't lose money with you. If I'm going down with the ship, I'm going down with you. But speaking of that, I know there's a huge UFC card on Saturday. Abu Dhabi we're going to. Fight Island. Fight Island. And it I sounds think... like a really bad sea level movie. <laughs> yeah. So I know yeah. and I know that's where my friend, who has been real hot on UFC betting when he's been betting on here. So Jeremy, how I, are we making money Saturday? I'm not doing anything too exciting here, guys. So the big the big uh storyline to follow is Usman versus Masvidal. And Masvidal stepping in on what was it? Eight days notice. Eight days notice. But he has been. The report is he has been training. But you, I guess you, I got, guess you, you don't get tra- you don't train for Usman though because no. you don't know if you're getting it right. Yeah, so that's what I'm worried about. So you got Usman, and then I'm taking Amanda Rebus, who's a huge favorite versus Paige Van Sant, okay. who still only has a job because she's marketable. Yeah. And then uh, the other big fight, Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovsky, and last time they. Fought. They dueled, and, and Holloway thought he won, right? Yeah. It went to decision, and Holloway thought he won. I didn't think so, but he was stunned that he lost. He was stunned that he lost. So I, I paired Matthew Vidal and Paige Van Sant together, and that gets you a minus 217, so that means you have to bet 217 to win 100. But we're going for it. Okay. We're, we're going to add Holloway in there. I think he's the more veteran fighter, and he's 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 going to want that belt back. He's going to want that belt back. So if you put him in there, you get plus 309. So for every $100 you bet, you're going to profit 309. And that's so you how have you two, ride. So you have two heavy favorites, and then you just take one that could go either way. It's really it's really uh, who it could go either way, that fight, that fight. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a close fight, that fight. But at the plus 180 versus Volkanovski's minus 220, you got to go with Max Holloway. Yep, I like that. You want to know what? I love those bets. So yep. that's how you ride with J.C., <laughs> we'll just get everybody going riding and uh jake's not gonna bet right now because he doesn't have anything in his wheelhouse he was hot for us when basketball was there right jake so we don't yeah, we don't man. we don't want to tarnish we don't want to last time when we were just throwing you under the bus making you pick stuff people roasted you for your record so we're not going to do that for you anymore he's he's doing a I'm, lot of research on the lebron led lakers for the nba reboot and, and, and we're going to be back in a couple weeks to break down the nba um and i know that he'll be uh We'll be rousing him, maybe thinking the Lakers aren't going to go as far, but he'll be defending it tooth and nail. Jake's Absolutely. picks will all be home runs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and going into that, we're going to talk about the MLB because it is back. Schedules came out today. Uh, Jared's not allowing himself to think it's going to be back. I see him over there. He's not getting ready for that. But as of right now, we're going to plan to play on July 23rd when the schedule's there. And one of what we're going to start it off with a little bit of fun people can think about there. It just came out. They ranked the top stadiums for this year. Who do you guys think were the worst three stadiums in the MLB? Uh, I the what, sorry. What's the criteria? Like what? Like uh, like if of... you were ranking, like it's 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 just it's 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 just like what do you think is the worst place to go watch a game? I guess would be the best way to say it. Go watch a game, hmm. Tampa. Yeah, uh, I would assume Jerry, you would also say Tampa if you were going to pick your bottom three. Uh, for stadium. Yeah. No, I'm going Jays. I've been in that stadium in that concrete box. Okay, so each of you guys give me three teams, and I'll tell you if you guys get it all right or if someone gets it all right. So, so Jake, I'm go ahead. Go Tampa. Okay. Oh, sorry, I'll go Tampa, and I got yeah. I'll put the Jays in there. Okay. And I will say, <clears throat> sorry, just let me rack my brain here. Yep. 
oh whatever i'll just stick with florida i'll stick with i'll go i'll go to the marlins okay and you've been there and you've been there so I, you're still i've been there yeah i've been to two of those three so maybe there's a bit of a, a uh, you gotta start going to some better stadiums you gotta there? you gotta yeah. start going to some better stadiums okay jeremy are you gonna change anything there or are you gonna stick with those three uh i kind of like miami's a little bit okay uh it might not be the like the best yep. ballpark but i don't think it's bottom three okay i'm gonna go with the trop okay I'm gonna this is go, hurtful, by the way. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. But I guess to be fair, we're also saying the Jays, which yeah, we're, we're, I'm self-inflicting here as well. Yeah, we're gonna go with the Blue Jays. Okay, and the third. I'm taking a quick peek here. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I'm going Detroit or and Oakland. 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 Lock lo- it in. I'm locking it in Oakland. Okay. So one oh, of you, one of you guys got all three right. Let's go. It is Oakland, ranked as the worst. It is ranked as the worst uh, MLB park at 30, followed by the Trop at 29, and the Rogers Center at 28. Um, Angels were the next one, and let's see see where Miami, Marlins Park was 25th. Um, So it wasn't too far off. Um, Okay, but let's get into it. Um, I want to hear what you guys think of the Jays. I'm going to quickly talk about the Rays afterwards. Um, We're going to quickly... Think about maybe some teams we like, um, and and maybe some teams to avoid because it's it's not a marathon anymore. You can't have teams. It, think about it. if you go on a six seven game losing streak, you're out, right? That's just how it goes with this. Um, and then uh, I for sure have a sneaky bet um, that, that you can maybe go, uh, maybe even back a home run leader or something like that. Um, but let's start with the Jays. Uh, Jeremy and Jake, both of you guys are. Jays fans, let's hear briefly what you guys are expecting from this sprint of a season. Uh, I'm expecting a lot of progression. I'm not expecting a lot of results, but I'm expecting a lot of progression. I think in a, such a tight-knit bubble, I know the same goes for every team in the league, but with when you have a, such a young group of guys... They can vibe together. They're, they're, they're going to grow together, and I think that's more important for a team that's looking to grow in a future year, such as the Jays. You got Biggio, you got... Bo Bichette, you got Vladdy, you got uh, Tanner Pearson, Tan- not Tanner Pearson, Nate, Nate Pearson. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then you, which that's going to be a whole storyline up here in Canada for a little bit. You got Nate Pearson, who they only have to keep down for, I think, eight days. before. Keep oh, yeah, down. because for the years of control. Yeah, the years of control. So yeah. that, like, I mean, he's not going to beat out, he's not going to be the opening day starter, but he's a top two or three pitcher on the team that's for sure so and that's but that's also where maybe you find a problem with the jays because if you're throwing this guy in who's about to play in his first set of games really and you could say that he's going to be the best pitcher on the team that's where maybe you think the jays could go wrong right? yeah yeah for sure um i'm excited to watch them and like so i know the nhl is doing this but each team ha- and i guess it's not really a bubble for the mlb which i think is where they're going to run into some problems yep that's fair um i think you're gonna see a lot of social media and like trying to get the fans more interactive because I don't I think we've been without sports in North America for too long now. I think it's gonna be hard to get them to come back, especially for baseball. We saw the strike. Well, no, Lee didn't see the strike in '94, and Jake and I were one years old. But I've done the research, and I saw that it came. It took a while for fans to come back mm-hmm. in any, whether it was TV, radio, or to the ballpark. Yeah, and I think it's gonna be the same way. You got the NBA, the Raptors, and the Blue Jays both play their first game. Of any sorts on July twenty fourth. That's crazy that they both. So, like, are the Raptors that that would be a scrimmage? Yeah, that would be a scrimmage. Okay, okay. Well, and Jake, what do you got on the Jays? I think that this year for them is going to be incredibly predictable. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think that they will be uh, a young team, an exciting team, a team that probably having a sixty uh, a sixty game season is good for their fan base because I don't think that they'll be bad enough that they'll be out of it in the beginning. I don't see them winning uh enough games in order to actually make the playoffs actually with the expanded playoffs maybe but they'd be a a, you know bottom level kind of team in that i don't think you're going to see them trading uh i don't even know how the trade deadline will work but i can't really see them it's like august 31st they give you a month yeah but you know because usually like they you would have so many minor leaguers and so on getting traded now with the minors being in such disarray how is that going to work do you know uh i don't well when the minors aren't even in disarray there's not a thing right like they're just well, canceled so so how are you going to really be a buyer whenever you don't have well the thing is guys? yeah i think i think you can trade minor leaguers but i also like each team if i'm right has a 60-man roster right it's a 60-man okay. so that might be so like every team's top pro like like um the jays guy martin right that's his name 
Um, yeah. he's he's there, right? Like so, like at any point in time, he could play. Um, so yeah. like that's just where you'll see like because every team, if you're trading, it's going to be for top prospects. Like the good chance the top prospects are just in camp, like with them. Yeah. So 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 I predictable. Them, I don't see the Jays really trading any any uh, high level prospects because that's not where they're at this year. Yeah. Uh, it you know like they. they They'd be sellers if, if anything, but I don't. I think they'll be good enough to not have to be sellers. I think those young guns for sixty games. Who knows? Like I think we'll see an exciting team. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I'm projecting like with the expanded playoffs, either a team that squeaks in or a team that doesn't make it by a bit. They won't be bottom, but they certainly won't be uh, in high contention. Jared, playoffs for for the Jays? No chance. No chance? They, they have such a hard schedule. The Rays, the Red Sox, and the Yankees are all and even, like and, and good ba- teams. And, like, they don't get the coverage, but, like, Baltimore is also, like, it's not to the extent Baltimore is built building through their pitchers, right? So they don't have their Vlads and they don't have them, but they're building pitchers, right? So they're going a different way. Um, quickly about the Rays, uh, because who cares about the Rays? I get it all the time. Um, I actually think the Rays have a legit shot to win the World Series this year. And the reason why I say that is because it's a 60-game season, and I think they have the best. I think they have a top-five starting rotation um, when healthy, obviously. And I think they have the best bullpen. I'm going to go out and say I think they have the best bullpen in the MLB, maybe other than the Yankees. Um, but that's the which sucks that they're in the same division. But um, I think... We, with good pitching and everything like that, I think we can take a lot from the Jays. Like we all, and unfortunately for Jays fans, like it's we always have. We've always dominated the Jays. Um, we've pitched great. We've done great against the Red Sox. Um, the Yankees have always been uh, the kryptonite. And honestly, we don't we don't win a lot against Baltimore. In all honesty, because they're built the same way, kind of pitching through. Um, but I think. I think the Rays have a legit shot if they stay healthy to to make a deep run here. Um, it just it's all going to be on health uh, with the sixty game having to play all the time. Um, quick thing here is with um, with this coming back and you playing ten times against your teams in your division. Um, I think when when we kind of get into betting teams to avoid, I would want to avoid teams that are playing in these tough divisions because they're going to be in tough to even make the playoffs. Um, because uh, there's not going to be a ton of teams. Um, like, there are some real hard divisions. There's some really hard divisions. And there's some divisions where, like, you're going to see, in, uh, for teams to avoid as well, inflated numbers. Um, you're going to see teams like uh, even Cleveland um, or, let's say, even uh, Houston, right? Like, they're going to win a lot of games because the division isn't that great. Like, I still don't think Oakland it really is all that good. Seattle is all that good. L.A. is really all that good um, all the way through. So let's say you play them 30 times, you win 23 or 24 of those times, right? All of a sudden, they look a lot better than I, th- I think Houston's yeah. going to be good, right? Um, yep. The teams to back are going to be the teams that get through the dogfight, right? Because they're going to be a playing the high-caliber teams the whole time. Um, so that's where you see the star-studded divisions work because someone's going to come out of there, right? So I think maybe that's where you see the teams. So that's where I like like teams like the Rays, teams like the Yankees, um, on the in the NL side, um, teams like Philly, um, the Milwaukee, like teams that are going to go through these horrible tough times with these divisions, like LA could be in trouble, and and because it's not going to be a matter of fatigue, right? Because that's the thing. Like the Dodgers would always win their division and have like two months off. They're in, right? So, but now it's not. Like the Dodgers will probably win with like four games left, just because like how it's going to be, right? So every team's going to be healthy. Every team's going to have energy, right? I want to have a more philosophical conversation here when we're talking about baseball and like these teams so the Jays that Jake and I follow they're obviously one of the younger teams in the league right now yeah I think that's good for their progression I don't think it's gonna be great for results this year I th- I'm backing a team like the Los Angeles Angels they're my dark horse okay they're they're an old team that I don't think they need as long to like remember how to play baseball and like that I think the shorter season not that professional athletes don't give it 100% mm-hmm. every time they're on the field. Yeah. But I think for that team specifically. Yeah. No, I, I can get your point. Um, the only problem I, I personally have with the Angels, I just don't know if the pitching's there. Right? So if, if they, they have Otani, who will yeah, be back that, healthy. That, that's what I'm, I'm excited to see Otani. If there's going to be a full season where they can have him hitting and pitching, I think I think and I think I think we're going to be done with the five starters with with sixty games, right? I think every team the Rays have announced, the Dodgers have announced that they're going to go with four, right, and bring the fifth and bring the fifth guy into the bullpen because there's just like you don't need the fifth guy because it's always for rest. You don't need rest. Um, 
So I think that's where the Angels. You're right. The Angels could be could be good, but the problem is if the Angels win once a once a rotation all of a sudden with Otani a couple times, they're out, right? Just because of how how it could go, right? Yeah. Um, and that's the same with like Oakland. Oakland's got Sunny. Uh, no, they don't have Sunny Gray anymore. No. They have uh, Mike Fears, and they have that other younger guy. He's a new prospect coming just coming up. He pitched uh, the one game. That's two. Right, so all of a sudden they got to win those other two because all of a sudden with sixty, you can't just be like, oh, we'll just bank it, we'll bank it, we'll get wins sooner or later. You got to be winning those. So I think it's going to come down to who's got the best. I, I'm going to be a big favor of rotations, like uh, who's got the best pitching and bullpen. And I think if you struggle with those, you're going to get left behind, which I, is why I think yeah. the Jays could struggle. Yes, uh, the, yep. that's fair. Uh, I'm that's completely fair. on board with all that. Um, Sorry, one thing on a, one thing on a Jays note. Who knows if there's going to be any fans in the stands, but. The Jays could be one of the only teams that you can actually go and watch if you go and rent a uh, Rogers Center hotel room. I, I don't think I don't think that's gonna they're gonna allow you to do that. Oh, I I didn't even think about that. That could be cool though. Like it, it, yeah, I was about to say why I, not? I, I think that'll be their home, and if like the Canadian oh. government's allowing that oh. to be their oh, so you might think that the teams will be there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, that actually makes sense. I guess th- for the bubble purposes, you want them as close to the field as they and, can get. And out. like I think the NHL players could be there as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I know what? That's fair. You're right there. Yeah. Um, I think, what do you think the percentage of a chance there is that, like, a, a state like Florida or Texas that have said they're returning back to fans are going to be at ballparks this year? Zero. You don't think they'll let them in? No. Nothing for 100%? I, I don't think the MLB. I don't think the MLB will let them in, no. Yeah, I so yeah. If if it's the MLB, then I I agree with you. But like, if like all of a sudden the Rangers are like, oh my god, we're losing. We have this brand new stadium. We have nobody in there, and like the laws are allowing them. They're going to be like, we're going to let them in twenty five percent every day of the week. Let's let them in, right? Yeah, I, I cannot I, foresee. I can't see it happening either. But it's been a question asked. Like golf, golf until today was was going to have fans this weekend. Was going to have twenty percent fans, and then because of the outbreaks and everything, right? They canceled now, right? So, um, yeah. Uh, Anything, anything to back any. So, so I heard a dark horse from the Angels. Uh, Jake, do you have a dark horse out of nowhere that maybe you like a little bit more? Uh, not, not really. Like I'm or a team to I'm avoid, maybe. I have a team to avoid. Okay. Um, I'll let all go first. Let me look at this one side. Okay, perfect. So the World Series champions. Yep. The Washington Nationals. Yeah. They're my team to yeah. avoid. Yep. Real slow start last year. And that's all what this season is. It is a sprint. And I they already lost Anthony Rendon. So No like yeah. Zimmerman Zimmerman's still like Zimmerman yeah. would be he's just a good body to have, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Now he's not there. Um yeah, that's that's a good team to avoid. And think about that how hard that division is, right? Like that that'll come down to like where I'm saying where like they're gonna be in tough with the teams that they play. Um a dark horse team. Um, that I like to, you want know, to, I don't want to say another one because I've already kind of been saying, I want to let Jake go just in case I steal yours, Jake. Um, but uh, once, um, I, go ahead, Jake. I was just going, I was going to say, uh, I, I like, uh, I like Cleveland. I don't know if they're necessarily a dark horse. Yeah. Well, I, they I didn't make the playoffs how, last how year, right? And yeah, yeah. So I don't think their division is, it's, you know what I'm saying? So I could see Cleveland. Cleveland's gotten – that division's gotten tougher all of a sudden. The White Sox are probably one of the favorites to win that division. Then you have the Twins who actually won the division last year in that division Twins, too. Twins won 101 games last year. I'm just looking at these these numbers right now, which is, which is pretty are, are, nice. Are you just choosing Cleveland because you're a big Trevor Bauer on Twitter guy? But he's not even I there. He's in Cincinnati. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Trevor Bauer's yeah, in Cincinnati. Mm. Yeah. Um, I okay. So since you didn't say it, I one of my favorite teams in the NL to back that I actually think can make the World Series because I'm like I said I'm all in on pitching is the Mets. Um, I think the Mets getting wow. the Stroh show right. I think they I think they're the team that has the best uh, rotation one through four right. Like think about they have Wheeler, uh, Syndergaard, Degrom, and Stroman as yeah. their four starters. That's a crazy. Yeah. Uh, four and maybe only the Dodgers are the team that has a better four starters. And yep. if they can just figure now, you have the fifth guy go into the pen. If they can figure out the pen, they have the rookie of the year on their team. They have uh, Cano still there, yeah. right? Like I'm not a big Cano guy, but like uh, he's Ramos, a good body to have. He's similar to Ryan Zimmerman. Yeah, like he knows what to do. Like he'll be he'll be ready to go day one kind of thing. I think we're a New York Mets podcast. Why are we a Mets podcast? Because I was also going to make a bet on the New York Mets, or at least Mets-centric. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pete Alonso is going to be your home run leader. Oh, there's at, the sneaky at, bet. At, I like that. At 12 to 1. Okay. 
Um, my 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 uh, team to avoid, Jake. Do you got one? Or so, guys. I just had a I had a quick question here. I and just correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the playoffs are expanding to eight teams total per league. So it was at five, I believe, right? With each division leader plus two wild cards. Okay. And I think they're expanding that for this year to eight in total. So 16 teams in total will be making the playoffs for all of the majors. So uh, I don't, I think that picking the dark horse team, I don't know if, I don't know if picking the Mets is necessarily that much of a dark horse. It's just, I, I get that it's a good pick. I don't know if it's a dark horse pick with them only, they only missed the playoffs last year, the wild card by three games. And I think for all the reasons you, reasons you just listed, Lee, I think. Well, what, what was Cleveland when they missed the playoffs? How many did they miss by? You use them. That's fair. They were the exact same way. <laughs> and they actually, and they won more games. So yeah, they won seven more games. So, um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah. So, but dark horse teams is like, when you're thinking about betting money on a team to win, the Mets aren't the team that comes up a lot, right? The, um, yeah. And even Cleveland, because they don't have Bauer, right? Like they're, they're going to be Kluber. They're going to be Carrasco and that's it. Right. With them. Um, and then like the, like for pitching. Um, and um, so that's why Cleveland's fine. Cleveland, I think, I think there's a better chance this year, though, that Cleveland goes back down to third best in this division before they get back to the first. And that's just... Lee's a big White Sox guy, it sounds like. I do like the White... Well, look at the White Sox batters. Yeah. Like, the White Sox loaded, like, batting lineup, like, almost one through nine is crazy, right? And then they have Giolito... Right? They have they have prospects coming up, um, but I but once again Cleveland could, Cleveland's got like the it factor, you know what I mean? Like they got guys who can start right from day. They got J Ram, right? They got those guys um, that are ready to go. Um, my my only sneaky bet that I had um, that a lot of people don't bet. It's it's actually when I looked it up, it's one of the least bet things at the start of the year. Is um, I'm going to take just the fastest guy in the league, Billy Hamilton, to win. Um, uh, stolen bases uh, this year, right? With 60 games, I think like there's a lot more chances where he can. Uh, where there's not going to be as many guys who are going to compete for it um, because it's not a long season. And Buxton, Buxton, it's going to come down to hit Hamilton and Buxton, in my opinion, um, for guys who get on all the time. Um, and the other thing is, you can, for some reason, I saw it could be off. You could bet Gold Gloves. That's garbage. That's trash. So there's there's a lot of names that you can go after on Gold Gloves. Like, you don't get a lot of great odds. Like, you don't get good odds on Nolan Arenado to win a gold club because it's pretty much a for sure thing over there. Um, but you always get good odds because everybody just forgets about him every year. Kevin Kiermaier from the Rays because he could get hurt and everybody just kind of forgets about him because it's the Tampa Bay Rays. But if he's healthy, he's going to win a gold glove like he does every year kind of thing with him. Yeah, okay. I'm cutting this podcast off once <laughs> we're starting to talk about gold gloves. Gar- garbage <laughs> yeah, award. Uh, I want to know what everyone, our listeners, think is like a sneaky bet. Who's your World Series pick? Let us know. We're going to throw that up on the Poor Sports Instagram page. Yeah, we're as... not putting anybody who says the Yankees on, though, because we're <laughs> like between both of us, we're not Yankees guys. and We're like, a Mets boring. podcast. Yeah, we're a Mets podcast. We only like the other team. We like the team in Queens. <laughs> so that's where we're going to end things off for today. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Yes, for us here at the Poor Sports Podcast. Thanks for listening.